and good morning and welcome to the VSA Capital 5 Monday Morning Minor on Friday the 12th of January. Yep, we've got through the week. Uh, well, we've got today to go as well. But um, Anyway, morning. Paul, how are you? All right, thank you. Glad to see it's Friday. Uh, yeah, really glad to see it. Actually, there is a little bit of news. A little little thought that's uh, uh, sort of doing the rounds a little bit at the moment, which, you, which is worth considering, which is obviously we all know that um, the Boeing MAX aircraft has yet again hit trouble. Um, now the Max 9 with doors blowing out. Boeing's production is clearly going to stop for a while. Um, now, Boeing use a lot of critical metals. Um, I'm, I'm thinking of the ones, I'll give you my little list, Paul, uh, but aluminium, titanium, nickel, cobalt, chromium, tantalum, tin, rhenium, molybdenum, hafnium, tungsten, and scandium. So their demand for those critical metals is probably going to drop off for a while. Uh, the last time they had problems, it dropped off, and it can have an impact on the metal prices of those metals. So just a little thought. Do you agree with me? Uh, I do agree with you, uh, but you have to remember, though, that uh, it means it's a delay in, in orders, I think, on future production, but it also gives the opportunity for the uh, competitors, essentially, to grab market share if Boeing isn't uh, perceived as uh, as reliable reliable. Uh, 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 provider of aircraft in the future. So it um, may well uh, influence uh, some other carriers like Embraer, for instance. Uh, uh, no, but actually, you see, where I think you go wrong there. So the main competitor, obviously, is Airbus. Yeah, Airbus, really Airbus can't, yes. Can't ramp up its production anymore. Actually, the real competitor coming in at the moment is Comac, which is Chinese, and they've just launched the 919. Now, I believe, actually, that China is now going to have a huge drive to stop buying Boeing and buy Comac aircraft, which means they will use their own Chinese tungsten. As we know, tungsten is, is probably of all the critical metals, the one that is most produced in, shall we say, China and Russia. It's also Vietnam. Those three countries account for about 85% of all the world's tungsten. Uh, and so they'll have their own supply. Uh, so Western tungsten will become less uh, valuable. Anyway, look, it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting thought, interesting debate. Probably done enough now for a Friday. Uh, let's move <laughs> on to the news. That's what we're really here to talk about. Uh, right, let's start. Uh, we had some uh, Q4 full year production numbers from Ferro Alloys, which look fine, actually. We've obviously had a warning from them in the past, but these ones look fine, didn't they, Paul? Yeah, it's a small increase year on year in annual production of both uh, concentrates and vanadium pentoxide. 7% uh, growth and 1.6% growth, respectively, in those uh, 2,228 uh, tons and 311 tons uh, represented there, respectively. And they did say back on October 10th uh, that they have been building an inventory now of uh, concentrates, of, and they're saying specifically now it's about seven months of production at current rates at this point, and that stockpile essentially needs to be worked through in, here in the next uh, or current uh, two quarters. So we'll see whether or not it's the following or second half uh, of the uh, next uh, of the current financial year as to whether or not they'll uh, be able to improve on that even further. Uh, so we're keeping our fingers crossed. Uh, we could use a much more buoyant vanadium market because this isn't a, a good pricing environment at all across the industry. So we'll see. Paul, you're just trying to talk up the Vanadium price because you tipped it as your commodity for the year. Unfortunately, I'm uh, I, I'm not on your camp whatsoever. 
and actually, if anything, the vanadium price is going to go lower. That the key source of vanadium is going to be out of things like spent catalysts, etc., uh, rather than actually out of the ground, and it's uh, much better use as well. Well, that doesn't um, help mining, Andrew. You're supposed to be helping mining here. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm just telling the truth. That's the difference. Um, so uh, anyway, uh, obviously, ferroalloys the share prices. Don't don't have a look at the chart. It's not very pretty. Um, so uh, what else? Uh, let's Caledonia go. mining. Yeah. All right, Caledonia mining. Go yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. We got the Q4 and full year results from the Zimbabwe dual listed gold producer Caledonia mining out. Uh, Gold production at Blanket Mine just over 75,000 ounces in this past year, and that's in line with the guidance. The Q4 total was just over 20,000 ounces. For 2024, they're going to stay in this same realm of production out of Blanket, something between 74 and 78,000 ounces. Their sustaining capital expenditure across the group for 2024 will be just under $35 million, of which about uh, about uh, $2 million of, of that will go toward the Motapa uh, project they have and $3.5 million on further work on their uh, second uh, primary property, the Bilbo's uh, uh, sulfide uh, um, gold project uh, there they acquired about two years ago and now uh, for its feasibility study they say their cost uh, per, uh, of uh, will stay about the same in this coming year as they have been this past year and the costs at blanket were uh, between 870 and 970 dollars an ounce on c1 costs and they're all in sustaining costs uh, in that thirteen seventy to fourteen seventy dollars uh, an ounce range. Okay, well, all tickety boo, I would say, is the way to describe that. Um, let's give a, a final shout out, maybe, to uh, Metals X, as it's known, Metals Exploration, out in the Philippines. Um, we certainly know some of the board directors there, uh, but they've uh, they made a little uh, property acquisition, haven't they? Yeah, they have. It's first one of a new property uh, on metals exploration that they've uh, actually been doing or to do for several um, years here, dealing with the, as they've been concentrating on trying to get that Ronrono uh, gold operation essentially into cash positive and then actual profitable mode over the last a good number of years uh, since even pre-COVID time. But they have uh, made an ex a uh, announcement of an acquisition to acquire controlling interest in an outfit called Yamang Mineral Corp or YMC Group. And they have an extensive exploration tenement in the Abra area of the Philippines, which is about 200 kilometers north of the Runrunno operation. 1.6 million in cash, and they have the option to subscribe to about 40 million shares in this deal. And they do have exploration uh, 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 exploration targets already identified on the property. So as soon as the deal is closed, they'll be uh, preparing their field teams for a drilling program, I'm sure. Very good. We'll wrap it up there. Have a nice weekend, everybody, and we'll be back on Monday morning. Very good. See you then. This podcast has been produced and edited by VSA Capital. It is intended for information purposes and not as investment advice. 
The information is intended for recipients who understand the risks associated with equity investments in smaller companies. Please do your own research and do not rely on a single source when making an investment decision. VSA Capital may derive fees from this content and seeks to do business with the companies mentioned.